forever. Dog. In this hospital, people are dying to get out. This week on the podcast, R.L. Stein's The Knife. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast about YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today we are talking about a Fear Street book by the name of The Knife. Yeah. By a fellow you might have heard of called R.L. Stein. Our little friend, R.L. Stein. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> and this was a highly unexpected book. Yeah, everything about it. Because I, I didn't read the back again. So I was no, shocked I didn't that either. it took place in a hospital. <laughs> All I had to go off of was the cover, where I think she is dressed up. She is. She's wearing her... A little, in a little candy striper outfit. Yeah, her smock. But like, <laughs> nothing else about it had to do with a knife it's a very not why is it called the knife it's It's like almost no knife there's no there there's in fact the amount of knife in this book is so small that it feels like the the knife incident was put in afterwards to kind of be like, oh, right, the what knife. What are we going to call this book? It's like, I'm glad they didn't give away anything about <laughs> what it was about. Like the back of the book. Do you want to go ahead and read the back of the book? Sure, sure. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Mm, quiet. Mm. Hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Library. <laughs> That's the next line. It's <laughs> There are a lot of things they want to keep quiet at Shadyside Hospital. In fact, just about every private room holds a private secret of its own. Poor um. Lori Masters. <laughs> the student volunteer innocently happened to stumble upon onto the hospital's sickest secret of all. Lori has seen too much, and now the doctors and nurses are taking a close look at Lori. What they come up with is a deadly diagnosis. Lori may not be sick, but she's getting a prescription anyway. A prescription for horror. (laughs) (laughs) This is like the greeting card of like backs of books. Like the amount of like hospital puns. I think that RL (laughs) and maybe the back of the book writers were like, you guys, this book is different than other Fear Street books because this takes place in a hospital. It really so, is like as the, <laughs> when you jump into this book, it is as though the hospital is the center of shady side society. It is the center of commerce of shady side. Yes, everybody's, everybody's there. yes. Uh, there's a burger place nearby, and so all the hospital people go there. Everything in this the book, it's place. as though the town revolves around this hospital. Yes. And it is shocking how much so because then if you read any other books, the Shadyside Hospital is a non-entity. So it's very funny that they're like, guys, let's take a look into the uh, seething underbelly of Shadyside, the Shadyside Hospital. I do love the idea that 
all the different locations in Shadyside would have their own yes, me too. creepy lore mm-hmm. and and feel like the center of the universe. It's like, you guys, we're taking a peek into the Shadyside library, the location yeah. of all the most horrifying Fear Street drama. You guys, like, yes, this week book we are going to the Shadyside roller rink, the site... <laughs> You guys, this week we are going to the Shadyside Pharmacy, the site of all of the scariest pill murders. Like, so many. But also, okay. You guys, this time we're going to Shadyside City Hall where all the kids gather. And it's like uh, basically the same as this, but it's like a city hall volunteer. Yes. <laughs> like, and they have, to wear, like, they have to wear weird little outfits too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did you think that Rick was a cop? Yes. I totally thought Rick was an undercover cop. I definitely cop. thought he was an undercover cop and had a thing for Lori. Yeah. But I guess he's just another teenager. Who has a thing for Lori. Who has a thing for Lori. <laughs> But, I mean, how could he not? She's so willowy. Her honey blonde hair. Oh, her honey blonde hair. attract any boy. Okay, I got really confused, like, literally in the first 30 (laughs) pages of the book, because I thought that Lori was Skye and that Skye was Lori, just because, like, Skye seems like more of a... Blonde name? Yeah. (laughs) It does. So then I was like, why are we with Lori, the curly-haired girl? And then <laughs> the we get to it and I was like, oh, curly-haired girl. I know. But like her then, hair is brown. Where's the honey blonde? I know. I was like, oh, why aren't we following oh, we the are willowy the blonde? <laughs> and yes, and then when I found Upon out who like a, like can make any tan orderly outfit look amazing. Oh, also, do you want to know the scene that confused me the most? It was when <laughs> It was when Rick is talking to them, who looks exactly like Tom Cruise. He's another. But with like auburn hair? Yeah, with auburn Having hair. Having trouble picturing. Having. I'm, I'm I have very struggling. little imagination, though. And so I was I, like, oh, what does it look like? I have a lot of imagination, and I still was really struggling. <laughs> um, so then they were like, so the part that like really threw me as far as like who is Sky and who is Lori was when. Rick is like hitting on Lori, and I was like, What? <laughs> I was like, Ew. Why is he hitting on the brown haired girl? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> and so I went back and I was like, Wait, what the fuck? Sky is Lori, and Lori is Sky. So after I got over that initial, it's sad that like this, I couldn't understand what was happening with this book because I would think my reading comprehension is like better, but. I was struggling at first to understand who was who. I am right there with you. <laughs> Sky is just a more interesting name, and you would think that yeah. the more interesting name would be the main character. But like, okay, anyway. and also picture, okay, quiet, willowy, blonde hair, uh, wants to be a doctor. Okay, mm-hmm. and then picture spunky, uh, short, petite, cute, curly brown hair, boy crazy. Right? Like, don't you picture that's switched? Yes. But in fact, spunky short hair is Sky. And then willowy pre-med is Lori. You guys, it totally, it was like, it took me an hour (laughs) 
just to make it past the first two chapters because I was like, why? It's, <laughs> it's truly like, I want to spend another 40 minutes on this because yes. <laughs> it is the craziest part of the book. The craziest yes, part of the book is happens. not that it is called The Knife for No mm-hmm. Reason. Mm-hmm. The craziest part of this book is not that there, <laughs> I don't know, do we want to spoil that right away or do we want to say do we want to do almost a no commentary? Okay, let's do not almost quite no commentary. No co- we can't do no commentary without Omar. It would be he wrong. Owns, well, because he owns the he patent. is he owns the patent. <laughs> <laughs> but on no commentary on no commentary. And, but we um, can do like a we you will know. we will comment. But we're gonna go through. We're not gonna spoil anything. You're gonna find out as we go, like what as we happens. did. But we will comment. Yeah. Um. Yes. Let's do that. Okay. So like. There are very many twists and turns in this book, one of which I did shout out loud, what? Yes. And I think that was like the main reveal because also there were a lot of things planted that like are just like never explained and like kind of were too weird and tricky that I was like, okay, but RL, like this is like very strange (laughs) and should not be happening at a hospital and yet you just use this as a red herring. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> As usual, it's like we need to explore more about the red herring because you uh you got too ambitious. Yes. Yes. Um okay, so so Lori and Sky are best friends. Um they are both uh it volunteering, says that they I guess. Work there, but then later it's like it's too bad we can't pay you. Yeah, no, they're volunteers. And I was like, yeah, they is. They're volunteers. Well, that's like classic hospital shit. Like, like high school yes. volunteers. I would expect volunteers, but it it made out as though it were a job at first. They made it seem like it was a job. Yes, because um, it says anyhow. I Sky is saying anyhow. I wouldn't quit now. It's not the worst summer job I've ever had. Yeah. And yeah. So I was like, oh, job. Yeah. No, I was lied to. You were lied to. Volunteer. I mean, many times in this book, you were lied many to. Many times. <laughs> First of many. So they so, yeah, volunteer. Lori. And we've got Sky. They volunteer. Yes. Sky Keeley and Lori Masters. Yes. The, um, <laughs> I almost did it right now. Sky has been on the children's floor. Lori yes. has been on orthopedic. Yes. Not as interesting. No. She wants to hang out with the kids. Yeah. Because she's like, I want something more fun and lively, like the children's ward of the hospital. Like, to me, I want to interact with <laughs> children who are sick because it's just more playful. Yeah. Which, like, I just, I, I would I, just like love to see children with cancer. Yes. I like, here's my thing. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, A, like, like, I understand someone being like, I'd rather work on the children's ward because, like, it's, more fulfilling or like I enjoy working with children or like literally any any other reasoning then it's just like more fun and lively like <laughs> that just, like, I was like more going on I was like okay RL like I don't know if you've ever been to a children's ward <laughs> also like, I have as a child it's yeah. not is it's it not like a good time. party time yeah. party time okay yeah. great so there they are. There is a nurse. She's a grump. Her name is Edith Wilton. Mm-hmm. All nurses in this are bitches because they're so tired. 
They're just and we, tired and we do need to time. understand that it's because they work so hard and they devote their life to people. That's why they're all such bitches. And like, you know what? Sometimes if you are someone that's like the target of like very victim, like targeted harassment, like it's just because you got in their way. Mm-hmm. And like, honestly, well, I guess Edith, Edith, Edith was in she, on it. She was she was dealing with a lot, I guess. Like she, <laughs> well, she, she had, had a lot, lot of balls in the air. Yeah. So she, I mean, I guess she was going to like strike out at the at the volunteer that's just like very annoying and getting in the way. Um, but she's just like very very mean to her and is like, I mean, it does not make sense. It, like it she's a volunteer on the children's floor. And Lori walks into room 903, mm-hmm. and there's a three-year-old boy in there named Toby, mm-hmm. Toby Dean, mm-hmm. and he's got the flu, but he's no, pneumonia, really pneumonia. upset. Oh, yeah. He's got pneumonia, and he's really, really upset. He won't speak. Mm-hmm. And... She's just trying to talk to him. Well, and Lori's like, Wilton I will comes get- in and is like, what are you doing with a child? Yeah. And it makes well, no sense because it's a floor full of children. Four children. And also, like, Lori, here's the thing. Like, Lori sees this child and she's like, I will get through to him. And like, yeah, she's like, this child is my soulmate. Yeah. she She's very, very obsessed with him. Like, kind of almost in, like, instantly. Like, it's obsession at first sight. Like, kind of like the. The kid well, I will in babysitter. Say, if I see a three-year-old all alone crying who won't speak, for me as a reader, I was like, we're not going to just like abandon the Toby thing, are we? Like, what's going on with Toby? Where's yeah. Toby? At every moment of the book, I was like, okay, but like Toby. So you like children more than I do. I that is was, true. I was like, okay, like I was, I was not. I was interested in the Toby situation for the mystery of it, you know, because mm-hmm. like I was like, oh, you know, like especially when he like drops the bomb later when he's being <laughs> taken away. Um, and I did think it was like sketchy that like n- the nurse was being so like evil about her just trying to connect with this kid. Mm-hmm. That being said, uh, I well, like personally when I watched did not the Mandalorian. It was extremely yeah. stressful to me because all I could think about at any given moment is like, how is Baby Yoda doing? Is Baby Yoda okay? Is Baby Yoda sad? Is Baby Yoda yeah. in danger? I don't really care about what the Mandalorian is doing right now because he's kind of a fucking idiot who just like constantly endangers his child and yeah. is like very, very bad at things. And so all I could think about was like, is Baby Yoda sad? Is Baby Yoda sad right now? Where's Baby Yoda? Is Baby Yoda sad? And that's what was happening <laughs> with to me to- with with Toby. I was like, Toby, but where is Toby? How is he being treated? Is he being hit? Why won't he yeah. talk? What's going on? <laughs> I was concerned about potential child abuse because there was there was you know, child abuse. There was child abuse and much more, which we'll get into. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very surprised though. <clears throat> All of that said, I still thought it was going to be a side story. I yeah. was very surprised when it was just it just kept being the story. Yeah. Yeah, actually for some for a story in which a lot of crazy things happened, there aren't a ton of like major misdirects or turns. Like it's like, oh, 
We're going to tease that this boy is like very mysterious. And I also had the same thought. I was like, oh, God, this is just going to be like, and then we're going to find out that like there's been major like scary things happening at the hospital. And also Toby was just scared to go home. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was surprised when it was the main story. And I was proud of Lori for, although she like (laughs) makes terrible, stupid decisions. Yes. I was proud of Lori for like being like, no, all of this weirdness is connected. Yes. It is not just that Toby is sad. It is not just that Edith Wilton is mean. Yeah. And yeah, keeping me away from Toby. And it is not just that this guy, Rick, like gives me bad vibes and is clearly lying to me. Yeah. I liked Lori, even though she was like, <laughs> she did do some things where I was like, wow, you really went to that location. <laughs> Wow, you're really just here. Yeah, you're really going. You're going to go to the house. Okay, wow. Again. (laughs) Alone? And again. Okay, all right. Uh, Okay, and you're going to break in. That's wow. And like, (laughs) uh, honestly, like when she full on, I mean, there's like some stuff that happens to her when she does break into the house. I was like, oh, damn, there are consequences. Like, this is real. (laughs) Serious. I, I was like, oh, I didn't realize how how right Lori was. Hmm. Yeah. She was very right from the get Extremely right, yes. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Her gut instincts were correct, but her plans were sketchy. (laughs) Her plans were sketchy because she also, like, did not have plans. So, like, okay, Mm -hmm. so she sees the kid and she's like, oh, my God, I'm so connected with Toby. And also, like, something is up. This nurse is, like, very mean. Um... And then she meets Rick and she, and Rick like kind of likes her. He's another uh, volunteer. He usually volunteers in surgical. And there's a couple of weird things with Rick. Like they, she overhears on the intercom like code blue in room 903. And he's and she's like, oh, man, code blue. And he's like, what does that mean? And she's like, why don't you know that? And she's like, well, you know, like it means that they it's very urgent and they need someone to go in and like help someone from dying and he's like oh i guess i didn't hear that and she's like okay like (laughs) why don't you know what code blue is and then she freaks out and she's like 903 and she runs and then they're like no it was 503 you idiot and she's like oh um and then is this where she finds out that toby's gone yes okay so then she's like she gets in there. She's like, oh, my God, he's dead. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's she, I do <laughs> like that her first um instinct is <laughs> that he's dead uh rather than that he went home because mm-hmm. I don't know why she thought he was dead. She didn't really have any reason to think he was dead. Um and then so she's like running around being like Toby's dead. Uh, and then she sees Toby with some lady, his mom, being checked out of the hospital. And she also sees, like, the lady talking to someone that looks kind of familiar. And she's like, hmm, this is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she – oh, and she had brought a little teddy bear for him, which I mm-hmm. thought was cute. It is cute. And – because he's I like not getting any toys. her first plan was to steal balloons from another child who was getting a lot of attention. <laughs> yeah. I mean, great. I would have done that. I would have been like, this Very kid's funny. not going to miss it. Take a take a handful <clears> of, <throat> of toys. Mm-hmm. Give, bring it to the boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so she so she goes up and she like hugs him goodbye because the lady's like kind of distracted. And she's like, oh, I'm going to miss you. Here's this teddy bear. Like when you hug it, think of me because I'm going to be thinking of you, blah, blah, blah. And then he, and he also is not talking. He doesn't speak. And then he's like, she's not my mom. <laughs> and, <I'm> like, <laughs> and then he's like, goodbye. And he's like, <laughs> or he's like, wait, what? I was like, hold the phone. Wait, pause. <laughs> whoa, whoa. And then uh, the lady's like, all right, we got to go. Bye, 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 bye. And then like takes him away. <laughs> and she's like, what? Huh? Who? What? And then so then the next day she's like, I need to investigate and so she's like i have to sneak into the patient records and like look at his record and is that the point where she doesn't she doesn't find it right yeah no 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 she does find it and she gets the address oh that's right that's right edith nurse wilton catches her and Lori, rather than just stay and make up a story or deal with the consequences flees yeah. Like truly yeah. runs away. Yeah. And then tries to hide on a new like a new wing of the hospital being okay. named after <clears throat> I think Frederick Fear. Mm-hmm. Who, like Simon Fear, liked to name things after himself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I am shocked that there are still fears around. Yeah, I was like, what's is there a book about Frederick? <laughs> um what kind of warlock is he? Yeah. Because <laughs> he's obviously into <laughs> so some he's gonna up be shit. a warlock. Yeah. <clears throat> and and she goes there and she like I think almost like falls down an elevator shaft, or that might be when she's like following Rick the night before. There's a lot of Lori creeping into the unfinished fear wing. Yeah. And then getting, like, sort of harassed at home. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Sort of. There's just someone, like, kind of creeping around her house. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, Rick calls, or maybe not Rick. Like, somebody from the, from the hospital calls hospital. her, doesn't say anything. She hangs up, phone rings again. It's Rick, but she's hearing the same ambulance in the background that she heard in the phone call where no one was saying anything. And she asks Rick something specific. And he, he like says, oh, no, no, I'm not there. But she knows he's lying yeah. about it. And so now she's suspicious of Rick. So anyway, yeah. So she, I can't remember if this is when she runs and almost falls down the elevator shaft or if that happens the first night. 
But what definitely does end up happening eventually is she ends up in the anatomy room. Okay, I want to tell you something about this floor. Uh huh. (laughs) Whatever they're doing on this floor is like not legal. I don't care that you're calling it an anatomy floor. Yeah, I was like, that's not. That's not real, is it? (laughs) You. I don't think that they just leave heads out on the counter. Like, it was making me think of, do you remember, and this had to be at around, like, 2015, where this, like, organ farm got raided. And one of the things, and this is, I feel bad laughing about this, but it is kind of funny. (laughs) Because, like, okay, obviously, like, people's dead bodies were, like, violated or whatever. But in the... Um, I feel so bad laughing about this. <laughs> but in the lobby, in the lobby <clears throat> of this like organ, it was supposed to be, I don't even remember exactly. Someone will tweet with, at us with the correct details of this. Um, But it was like in the lobby of the, I think it was like, uh, like they, they would freeze like body parts for transport, but instead they were selling them. Um. They like sewed like a tiny head on a big body. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Frankenstein. Yeah, but like they did it because like it looked funny. Funny. Like they, yeah, (laughs) they were just having. They were just horsing around. Yeah, they were horsing around, and they were like, "Look at how tiny this head is on this big body." (laughs) So like. Then so uh, when they you have got to have fun, you, ha- you like, have if to you inject are, some fun in your work. If you are doing the dreadful work of like organ farming, you gotta ha- mix it up. Mm-hmm. And when people come in, they have to know that they're gonna have that personal touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a real person works on this. This isn't just like a factory organ. Yeah, farm. no, someone is picking out your organs, it's and like someone is artisan organ farming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. And I think it was actually like three bodies put together, like to make like there it was like one like really small leg on like a really big body. Like I don't even really some Frankenstein shit. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, I, now I'm curious about this. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, uh, organ farm illegal. Um, uh, well, I googled anatomy room in a hospital, and I can't say for sure, but nothing is coming up. And mostly I'm just getting a lot of Grey's Anatomy shit. <laughs> okay. But it's like, um, why? Oh, here we go. It found say, it. Like, morgue. Okay, no, no, no. So this is what it was. Mm-hmm. It was when the FBI raided a now defunct Arizona body donation company. They mm-hmm. found a gruesome scene, including remains from different bodies sewn together in a Frankenstein manner and buckets full of limbs. Um, <laughs> so people are angry because they donate, like, their family members donated their bodies for medical and scientific purposes. And instead the bodies were uh, sold for profit. Um, Oh, that's what it is. I observed a large torso with the head removed and replaced with a smaller head. (laughs) (laughs) Sewn together in a Frankenstein manner. Um, I mean, there's really no other word for it. Frankenstein. It is Frankenstein. Um, And it's just like body parts piled on top of each other. So, I mean, like, she's stumbling upon this, okay? I mean, it's as though it is the year 1788. 
And doctors just are like still grave robbing and studying body parts. She's not merely in the morgue. She is in what they are calling the anatomy room. And she's like, oh, this is where medical students experiment on real human corpses. And there's like just hands like laying out, like handless arms, heads, torsos, and they're everywhere. They're everywhere. And she's just like tripping and falling all over them, grabbing on all these body parts which that was a that was like one of the red herrings where i was like okay i get and this isn't even a red herring this is just a scary room yes but but it brings up many questions (laughs) many questions about what's happening at shady side hospital um so she runs out and she's like huh horrible um but she oh 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 and then she is like working or whatever and she sees and i think you mentioned this nurse edith go into the the unfinished fear wing followed by rick and she's like yes why is he going in there and then so she goes in and follows and what does she find she finds edith wilton dead with a fucking scalpel in her neck which she she saw Rick take a box of scalpels and like mm-hmm. put it in his pocket. Also, something you should know about Rick mm-hmm. is that he has the world's largest t-shirt collection. They're wacky t-shirts, you guys. They're so funny. And I was like, did guys not like wear a lot of like t-shirts at the time? Like, yeah. I mean, no, what I think they are did. You, what is this? Whoa, he's got a different T-shirt every day. <laughs> like, also sometimes it's a Batman T-shirt. Sometimes it says, like, relax or whatever. Yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> this motherfucker is is volunteering at the hospital in a Frankie Says Relax T-shirt. And, like, she's like, his shirts are so wacky. I mean, the the shirt, one of his wacky, his wacky shirt collection comes into play later in a, in in a truly most- unforgivable way. <laughs> Inexcusable. Inexcusable. Inexcusable, egregious, offensive. Time's up. Time's up. Time's up. up. Yes, all t-shirts. Yeah. So so she finds the body and she's like, holy fuck. She runs. She tells someone, as one should. Yeah, she does the right thing. No body. Uh Uh-oh. Oopsie. (laughs) Okay, and then this is the second red herring incident that I was like, okay, but like, what the fuck is happening at this hospital? Because she's like, it was there. And Sky is like, well, everyone thinks you're crazy. Because oh, it's yeah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And everyone's like, well, what's explain yourself. What happened? And this one doctor comes up and he's like, nah, I know what happened. Dr. Me and my Sutter. buddy R.L. Stein. Yeah. <laughs> Me and my buddy Dr. R.L. Stein like to get into little games of gotcha. And uh, he put you up to this, didn't he? And Sky's like, yep, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's what happened. Which makes no, why is Sky so why? invested in Lori lying? Yes. Why is Sky so sure Lori is lying? And why is she so touchy about losing this non-job yes so that's red herring i guess number two at this point number three 
So everyone's like, okay, I guess we believe you. Well, yeah, because he says away. that he's like, Dr. And I can't remember. His I think name, it's Dr. So I'll Sutter. Just, I'll something. just keep on with this. So doctor, he's like, did Dr. Stein put you up to this? <laughs> and this guy's like, yeah, he did. And Lori's like, no, he, and she's like, yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, I knew it. And the nurse is like, all right, I don't even have the time to deal with you people. I'm going back to the nurse's station. You're all fucking crazy. And I want no part of this. And I was like, I agree. Yes. And then he turns to the girls and he's like, so like, let's just keep quiet about this. Because what's going to drive my buddy Robert more crazy than anything is if I say nothing. And I was like, this is very convenient for Lori. Well, and also like very weird. So like what happened is like he put a corpse like I I put a corpse like in his locker or some insane thing like that. And so he's just trying to get back at me by like telling you guys to say that Edith Wilton got like killed and freak us out. I totally get it. So like mom's the word, right? We're all in on this together. None of us will say anything. And they're like, "Mm hmm. He's like, it only makes it funnier if you take the secret to your graves. (laughs) And they're like. Yeah. And he's like, do not fucking tell anyone. Okay. Such a funny joke. Thank you for being in on it with me. And so I was like, what the fuck is this doctor? Like, (laughs) what what is is the other doctor? What is your fucking problem? And so I thought maybe he would have something to do with it, but he is absolutely, Mm -hmm. there are people at the hospital involved in the greater mystery. This man is not one of them. Nope. There are so this means that there is a lot of shenanigans yes. at this hospital. What is too this? many shenanigans? Yes. So that happens. And then <laughs> and she's like, I don't understand. And then she comes into work the next day and she's like, So is Edith here? And they're like, No, she didn't come in today. And like nobody thinks anything of it. Even if if somebody came up to me and they're like, Yeah, Edith's dead. And then she was not showing up to work. I would look into this further. Yeah. No one gives a shit. But also Mm -mm. Edith was a huge bitch. She was a huge bitch. So maybe they were just like, "Mm, better not ask questions. Yeah, like, I'm better off dead. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm glad somebody did it because I was this close. (laughs) Yeah. Save me the energy. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So nobody seems to care. Blah, blah, blah. Things. Oh, Oh, she tells At her At some aunt. point. Oh, yeah. Well, she not. I can't remember. I can't quite remember the order of things because this always happens to me in a book when like basically the same beat takes yeah. place a few different times. Yeah. And it's the same thing. At some point in here. And I think, yeah, definitely before she finds Edith's body, she concocts a plan to go check on Toby. Yeah. Because she's gotten his address. And her story, and but like he lives on Fear Street. Nobody wants to go to Fear Street. And I always appreciate it in a Fear Street book when Fear Street actually has a bearing yeah. on the plot mm-hmm. as opposed to the super chillers that take place in the summer nowhere near Fear Street. Yeah, and then <laughs> and, they're just like, hmm, Fear Street's scary. Glad we're here. I'm we're from the shady happens. side. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Um, So she's afraid to go to Fear Street by herself. She enlists her... Um, boyfriend who she does not like mm-hmm. and the fact that her boyfriend is like I don't want you seeing other boys and she's like you're not the boss of me I was like but he, is he not your boyfriend it's mm-hmm. it's one of those things again where this is some like 
60s and 70s rules for dating. Yeah. Where you called all boys you hung out with your boyfriend. Yeah. And she clearly does not want to be going steady with this person and wants to see other guys, which was more normal at the time, as my mother has given me to understand. Mm-hmm. So it's operating by those rules. It's not really yes. operating by like modern 1992 rules. Um, well, it's where weird it's like because if you have like, a boyfriend, you don't, you only have friends. You don't just like see other guys. Yeah. 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 Especially not in high school, I don't think. No. At least that was my experience. Like if you had a boyfriend, you had a boyfriend and that was it. Yeah. That's because what I thought. Because you could too. have guy friends. Yeah. Anyway. So she's annoyed by his jealousy, really wants to break up with him, isn't doing it yet. He is the stepson of the head of the hospital, Mm -hmm. which does come into play. Yes. And Sky comes and her story for going to check on Toby is that they are selling raffle tickets for a car being given away to raise money. A red Mercedes Benz. Donated by Frederick Beer. Also, okay, so this plan mm-hmm. that they have is not a plan because it's she's like, she's like, not okay, the worst. No, 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 it's not the worst. Here's my question, because mm-hmm. so, so the idea of okay, I'm gonna get myself near or into this child's house by pretending to sell <laughs> tickets, right? Yeah, that's true. She she has a great plan for going there, and then no plan for. Once she is there. Well, and the execution of the plan is they're like, you guys, there's like four possible houses that this could be. So let's split up the tickets and we'll each just hit one of these houses and hopefully it'll be the one. And I was like, but what's so when your friend, you're not even telling your friend what they should do. So like they go. What happens if they get the house? Yeah. What if they get the house? Like what are they going to do? So that to me was a very bad plan. Like when they're like, great, let's do it. I was like, okay, but what if it's like just go the door guy to door with the tickets with all guys? of you? Like, why does you are already afraid to be down there? Now you're just yeah. knocking on random houses by yourself. Why did you even come with anyone at all? If you're and still going to be by yourself, raffle tickets. All this does is strengthen your story. Yes. 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 So truly, like, I would have <laughs> liked to see like what happened with. The boys that had to go, like, like, because they separated, so it was like her and Sky, and then like each of the guys goes separately. So like, I would love the most peripheral person's adventure, like <laughs> this guy that like, <laughs> did he sell all of his tickets? Like, what did he do? He's he's off, like the guy that's dating Sky, mm-hmm. whose story we never get. We don't even <laughs> he's know practically anything. About not him. even present. Like, we get his name. He's he he's somehow named but never on page. Do you know what I mean? Like even when exactly. he's there, yes, he's not there. It, I I don't know. Does he speak? Like I can't even remember. Yeah. He's like we know he exists, but we're skeptical. Oh, and we know that he eats pizza because he like is at the pizza place with them at one point. But like that's it. Like do we is he blonde hair or brown hair? We don't know. I don't remember. He's like a yeah. ghost. <laughs> the, he's the an apparition. That he's been. He's been. He's the ghost. He's a ghost he's, the entire he, time. Yeah, he's the supernatural element of the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they go. She lucks out. She does get the house. 
And Thank God. Mrs. Dean is a fucking bee. Yeah, she's been real bee-ish. And she's like, oh, and do you want one? She's like, I fucking, I guess. And she's it's like, great, she's how many? It's a dollar like, a ticket. She's want. like, one ticket. Like, I just don't understand why she's not just like, I'm not interested. Thank you. Bye. I guess she's trying to like, she doesn't want to raise suspicion about like not donating a dollar to the hospital. Like, the hospital's a touchy subject for this woman. Yes. So who knows? But she does recognize her from the hospital or no? So uh, I don't remember. She recognizes her later. That's all I know. So Mrs. Dean turns around or like goes in the house to get her pocketbook. Lori brazenly walks into the house and sees Toby sitting on the steps. Toby has no recognition, nary a teddy bear to be seen. She's like, well, that's weird. And then she yeah. leaves, right? Because we don't see pseudo Toby getting carted off until her second trip. No, we just see her kind of talking to him and he's scared of her. She and makes that's it. three visits to the house, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. So this visit is just her breaking in, walking around, seeing that it's messy and being like, what a terrible housekeeper. And then seeing... um like a skinnier, paler version of like Toby is just like not looking good. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Toby, it's me. And he's like, she's like, how did he take such a turn for the worse? Yeah. And then she's like, and then he runs away from her. And she's mm-hmm. like, why is he scared of me? And that's it. And then she leaves and goes home having done absolutely nothing. Nothing. Accomplishing Nothing. I guess I guess what she was doing, she wanted to make sure he was okay, and now she has found that he isn't. And so now it's like, okay, well, now where do we go from here? Yeah. I guess that was the extent of her plan. So yeah. then somewhere in there is Edith's death. And Lori yeah. is becoming increasingly convinced that everything is connected. Rick's weird behavior, Edith Wilson dying, and Toby and non-Toby. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, <laughs> I God, the, the sequence of events is so muddled. Yes. Because also, as we said, throughout, she's getting like kind of harassed at home. Her Aunt Hillary, it should be noted, is an accountant auditing the hospital at the same time. Yeah. And Lori finds out and she's like, that's weird. Why didn't you tell me? And I thought, I think Aunt Hillary's very cool. She's great. She's like, well, Love I didn't want to crowd you. Yeah. I didn't want you to feel like I was encroaching on like your summer thing. Yeah. And I, was I like, like her. Hillary is she's great. great. So then somebody starts threatening Aunt Hillary to. Yeah. And like sneaking around, creeping around the house. And. Then at some point she decides, oh yeah, she tells Hillary, but it's not that Hillary doesn't believe her, but she's more like, well, let's just remove you from this situation entirely. Yeah. And she's like, I can't. really like stressed. And she is extremely stressed because she takes it out on Aunt Hillary, which is a very teenage thing to do. Mm -hmm. But Aunt Hillary's like, look, like maybe I can talk to, to them because like I've been working with them and I'll talk to them. And and that way it'll be off your plate. And she's like, ah, you're treating me like an idiot child. And then stomps away. And Hillary's like, oh, sorry. 
I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to let you cool off. And Lori decides that she is going to go to the head of the hospital because she has that personal connection with him because he's her shitty boyfriend's stepdad. So she goes over to their house. She's like, hi, Andy, I'm not here for you. Where's your dad? I know. Goes and talks to the dad. The dad is like super nice in a way where I was like, I felt like, uh uh-oh. Yeah. Is this going to be bad? It wasn't bad in that way. It was no. bad in a very different way that I did not see coming. It was very, yeah, it was bad in a way that was truly a surprise to us all. Yes. So she tells him all of her suspicions. She's very worried about Toby. She has gone back to look at his file. The file is missing. It's as though he were never there at all. He's like, well, this, the kid is going to have like a checkup. Let me get to the bottom of this. Let me figure out what's going on. And he calls to try to figure out what happened to Nurse Wilton. And they're like, oh, she had a vacation. And this vacation Remember? was like planned two months ago. Lori's like, huh, okay. And he's like, but I'm going to keep digging. Don't you worry. Like, you come to me at any time. Like, you are more than welcome in this house always. You are a very special person and you mean a lot to us. And then he leaves and Lori, like, promptly breaks up with Andy. And I was like, Lori, you're severing your connection. I know. I know. She Also, she was like, he was like, do you feel better? And she's like, much. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then she leaves and Andy's like, hey, you want to spend the day together, babe? And she's like, stop crowding me. She's like, you're crowding me. I don't want to be around you all the time. And he's like, okay. And she's like, God, God I never want to see you again. And he's like, whoa. And then her inner monologue is like, hmm, I wish there was a nice way that people could break up and not get their feelings hurt. And I'm like, <laughs> well, well, you maybe. did not try. <laughs> yeah, you could try a little. Um, like you didn't even explore those possibilities. No, you just were like, like never see me again. Like you I totally exploded you. at him in a way that I found irrational. Yeah. I mean, I get that there was a lot on her plate. She's like very freaked out. Right. But she is making it out like Andy is the problem. And I was like, I don't know. It just seems like he wants to spend time with his girlfriend. She's just projecting. Yes. She's she just doesn't want to be with him. And so she's like trying to make it as though he is pushing her away. Right. When, when really, really she doesn't want to be with him. And that's okay. It is but okay. But you should break up as with someone once that, you feel that. Yeah. And kind. Yeah. She is not being kind. So she no. leaves and she's like, oh, what am I going to do about this? And I was like, I feel like you kind of did it. <laughs> Yeah, I know. And she's like, much more has to be done. I need to go back to the house. And I was like, what? <laughs> Don't do that. So she goes back to the house. And, and this is where this is where she yeah, actually yes. gets in, right? No, first she goes home and changes into her cat burglar clothes. Oh, yeah. Her gardening clothes. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, I have to cover my honey blonde hair with a blue scarf. <laughs> She's like, wow, if anyone saw me dressed like this, they would really wonder what was going on. And I was like, I <laughs> guess. Like, I, I feel like no one would give a shit, but okay. Because she's like, my jeans are ripped and I'm wearing a sweater. And it was specified as like, and not ripped in like a fashionable, intentional way, but ripped because I do gardening in it. I I was like, okay. I think RL probably wrote that it was ripped and then was like, fuck, that's fashionable right now. Okay. Um <laughs> It's like no, like I need as to if make you it can clear tell. that these are like work clothes. <laughs> also, I need to make it clear that she always dresses impeccably. 
Yeah. So this is weird. Yeah. And which has like no bearing. It's not like anybody really sees her and is like, you're just crazy town. Yeah. No one's like, where are you going dressed like that? Like later she sees Aunt Hillary and Aunt Hillary's like, why are you wearing your gardening clothes? Eh, anyway. And yeah, they move on. <laughs> yeah. So she goes to the house and this is when she sees Toby being taken away with a little suitcase. Yeah. And just driven off. But then she hears a child crying inside. And she's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And then she goes back to the hospital, maybe? Yeah. So muddled. I, I can't she, she does something. my timeline she, in my mind. She goes back to the hospital <laughs> and then leaves again to break in again. Mm-hmm. Because she's like, there's a sound in the house. And I need to figure out what that fucking sound. Oh. And Robert yeah. Stein is like, and I need to have a respectable page count. So I guess she'll just leave and then go back again. Yeah. So she does leave. Something happens. And she goes back. And breaks in and gets bonked on the head by Mrs. Dean. Yeah. and. Wakes up, tied up in the basement. Mm-hmm. But don't worry. She left some really sharp scissors, like, just on the table. Yeah. And she hears Mrs. Dean on the phone. She's like, she's tied up in the cellar, good and tight, but you have to deal with her yourself. And then, okay, take care of her aunt first, then come and finish off the girl. She slams the phone down. Toby comes downstairs. Oh, yeah. At some point, she saw Toby and Mrs. Dean out, like, at the mall or something. Yeah. Uh, And Toby did recognize her this time and was really excited to see her. And then Mrs. Dean, like, threw him in the car and drove off. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And he says, Lori. So, anyway, in the cellar, tied up, Toby comes down. He's like, what's going on? And she's like, how come you didn't recognize me before? And he's like, huh? And he's like, that wasn't me. She's and like, she's like, you driven off by people? And he's like, no, that was Terry. My twin brother. I want Terry back. I was like, oh, Toby. And she's like, oh, twins. <laughs> and then it gets him to hand her the scissors. And I thought it was very funny. She's like, do it carefully. And he's like, I'm always careful with scissors. <laughs> yeah, that was cute. It was cute. And she cuts him off. And I want to tell you something. Even at this point, I still did not understand. I I still could not tell you what what was going on. What could have? Yes, same. I had. I, I was still totally no idea. I was like, I don't. I mean, I sort of figured it was kidnapping. I knew. But I knew it I was some kind know of kidnapping. It was part of a larger scheme. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, the depth. Yeah. So he. He hands her the scissors. She cuts herself free and just scoops him up and runs and takes him to the hospital. And then Rick comes by and she's like, oh, my God, he's going to see me. I have to hide. Leaves Toby at the nurse's station, which I thought was a questionable choice. Oh, that's what she did. Okay, because this entire time I was like. It's crazy that we're not seeing what's happening with Toby this whole time. I didn't. So I, I was very. I was like, "Where's Toby? What, like, what's he doing? Is he just like sitting in the corner?" Okay, so he's at the. That's bad. She shouldn't do that. Exactly. 
That's bad. But like she doesn't really know how things are connected yet either. No. But I was like, you you have to know that like you shouldn't just be leaving. It's, it was, again, like very Mandalorian. I'm going to leave you with somebody I don't know, maybe can't trust to like pursue this other thing and possibly just like get us both killed. <laughs> Like, here, I get it, right? Like, it would have been possibly worse for her to bring him yes. into where well, she ends up going. I was just like, why are you running? The you're idea in public, of her, you're yeah. right in front of the nurse's station. Just be normal. Call the police. Yeah. Rick can't get you right now. Yeah. But she runs into the fucking fear wing, nearly falls down a trap door. Gets Rick captured up, by Rick. She's like... He stops her from falling yes, into the empty elevator. And she's yeah. like, get away from me. He's like, I am not the enemy. And then. And he's like, you never let me explain. And she's like, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> and then the head of the hospital guy comes in and he's like, come with me. Everything's going to be fine. She's like, okay. And then and Rick's this is like, the no, stepfather. don't trust yeah. him. And she's like, What? And then finally, Lori listens to her gut in a better way and yeah. believes Rick and doesn't go towards Dr. Stepdad. Yeah. And then Dr. Stepdad grabs her, holds a gun to her head. I was shocked. I was shocked at the gun situation. Me too. I was like, how is he involved? I thought that I still thought that two separate things were happening, that there was like whatever was going on with Toby. And then I just thought the doctor stepdad was yeah. embezzling i had no idea that it was connected yes. none and then he's like he's got he's holding the gun up to her head and he's like you could ruin everything i've built and the guy's like and then rick's like what did you this do with my sister and then he he's goes like, lori they have an illegal adoption ring going at the hospital and you that was where my i said sister, what? beth where's beth and i was like what what i literally screamed You're just what stealing children yeah so they're stealing children from where we don't know from the I hospital get... children but come how? into the hospital and then they sell the children i was like what are the parents thinking are they exactly. just saying all these kids die i don't know but then how do they not give them a corpse so i feel I like maybe know. they kidnapped them First and then put them in the hospital. It's like money laundering. It's like child laundering. Oh, maybe. So they like and they're take like them, drugging the kids. Yeah, put them in the hospital. Yeah, as a place to keep them until they have a buyer. Yeah, it, this is a tr truly insane. <laughs> yeah, plan. I'm trying to load. Oh well, I can't. I can't find. The, the book won't load, so I can't read exactly the wording. But yeah, it's they. Are just stealing kids. And Rick has been looking into it, trying to find his sister, Beth. Yeah. And he's using the hospital to launder the money. And then he's backing up with Lori. Lori and Rick both realize that he's going to back them up right into that trap door. Try to stop him. He won't stop. They, they do back up into it and fall, but Rick catches Lori. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. So, so he falls in, and like, he, uh, uh, the doctor, doctor, uh, doctor stepfather, doctor stepdad falls into the hole and like almost pulls Lori in, but Rick like reaches out and grabs her just in time. Oh, also, we need to talk about the fake out. So at first, when she first 
sees Dr. Stepdad, there's like a tussle. <laughs> oh God, the fake out. And she's like, you killed him. About Rick, because Rick's laying on the ground with a knife sticking out of his back. And the doctor's like, what? I only hit him on the head with a flashlight. And she looks closer and she's like, ugh, it's another one of his crazy shirts. It just looks like he was stabbed in the back. I was like, what is this fucking <laughs> shirt? It's like literally a prop knife is glued to the shirt. No, no, it's the print. It's like a graphic design. I don't know. Lindsay, Again, I can't load the not, fucking page. I think he, there might be like no, a literal. No, no, no way. No I think, way. Yes. No, I find the book unacceptable. That Kelly. No, no. Okay. Think, it's not. I no, think it's Lindsay. Possible. I think it's possible. Because I, otherwise, why is she so horrified by it? Because she's stupid and scared. It's possible, but it's also possible there's literally a fucking prop knife sticking no, no, out no. of his fucking no, shirt. No, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what kind I'm of shirt? I'm just saying it's possible. I'm not positive anymore. I can't. I can't But imagine. I can't load this book. Okay, I'm doing, I'm, doing it, load. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. The site stopped working, Kelly. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. I got you. I got you. Okay. Wow, I cannot believe I scrolled directly to it. Okay, Rick was lying <laughs> face down on the floor of the fear wing. In the dim light, Lori could see the bloody knife stuck in his back. You've killed him, she cried. He's dead. You've killed Rick. What? Dr. Price asked, sounding stunned. I couldn't have. I didn't hit him hard. I just tapped him with my flashlight, only hard enough to stop him. I was also like, why didn't you just shoot him? Yeah, you have your gun, whatever. And the bloodline. <laughs> And the bloodline kill both of them. Okay, he waved the flashlight at the dark floor until the beam fell on Rick's still body. A small hysterical giggle burst from Lori. Now she could see Rick clearly. The knife in his back was just a design on his t-shirt, a grisly oh, and stupid okay. decoration, but very colorful and realistic looking. A black so handle, good. silver blade, and red blood bubbling down the white shirt. Just a dumb t-shirt. Well, that's both worse and better than when it's I thought it was a prop knife. It's worse that she thinks it's exactly. real. It's worse that she, and I guess I thought it was literally a prop knife shirt because I was like, otherwise, how? <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> how, Lori? This guy's walking around. Yes, he's got crazy shirts. <laughs> Who knows? It's Who like knows what these shirts are? Because otherwise, shirt. now, because now it makes even less sense that she's like, you have got to get rid of that shirt. Well, like it truly like that. It, it it's it's a similar and R.L. Stein has done this before, where someone does like high school stage makeup and they're like, oh my god, he's dead. Like the fact it's, that people are falling for this shit. She is seeing a graphic on a t-shirt <laughs> and like, oh, it's all over. Yeah, he's gone. We'll never get him back. <laughs> oh, it's a shirt. What a silly t-shirt. I hate that. And what what poor taste. It's so sick. It's such a sick joke. And then the, um, okay, hold on. I want to go to the end because there's like a really unacceptable joke about the shirt as well. Oh, yeah. Okay. The very end. Mm -hmm. And I was like, classic Robert Stein. Okay. Uh, so at the very end, we like kind of cut to Rick being like, oh, we found my sister. 
<laughs> it's everything's fine. And Aunt Hillary is so relieved that uh, Lori's okay. So then Lori and Rick are like telling Hillary what's happening. Um, and Hillary's like, I knew it because I like saw from the audit there's something weird. Like there's so many expenses for a secret project that no one has any knowledge of. Um, I followed the paper trail to Dr. Price. I didn't know he was selling children. And Rick like stops to explain everything to Lori slash the audience where he's like, you see, Lori, that's why Dr. Price was after your aunt. <laughs> he, he knew it was only a matter of time Obviously. before she found out the truth. And everyone's like, woo, that's creepy. Uh, so then she, they kiss and he's like, maybe you and I could go out on an actual date. And she goes, no way. And he goes, huh? And she goes, not unless you get rid of that t-shirt. And he goes, get rid of my bleeding knife t-shirt. Are you crazy? And she was like, get rid of it. And he goes, but it's so, so totally cutting edge. And at that point. Kill me. He should have died on the spot. Yeah. Um, Dr. Stepdad should have like somehow <laughs> broken out of police custody. <laughs> or, Strangled him. Or he was dead. Or risen from, R- risen risen from, the-, from the other side. Because he is like pink paste on the ground. He should have reincorporated and murdered him. Reincorporated and and actually stabbed him with a knife so that this book would make any kind of sense um, to be called the knife. Oh, also, we need you guys to know that all of the knives they talk about are scalpels because they keep calling them surgical knives. Uh, As like a thin excuse for calling this book the knife. The knife. Um, And then so he's like, so then he says the cutting edge thing, does not die. And then Hillary says, ready to go home? And Lori's like, after that terrible joke, I certainly am. And Rick's like, uh, what? And she's like, call me later. And then disappeared out the door. The end. <laughs> um. Yep. Yep. So th- I, I liked this book. I think that I, you I should too. read this one. I think one. this is definitely like a a read. Yeah, this is a, and this is a definite like RL wrote this one. You can tell. Mm-hmm. Um, this is pre Ghost Writer. Yeah, it's fun. Um, yeah, it was so completely bonkers that this was the plot of the book of a book called The Knife. Yeah, because it's. Right. So, so let's, not let's brainstorm what the title should have been. Okay. Um, um Room 903. Yeah, great. Um, um The Hospital. Right. <laughs> the hospital, code blue. Uh uh, I mean, like really anything to do with the hospital. The hospital. Like any hospital pun could have worked right yeah it just the knife makes no sense yeah or um like let's say that the floor uh the the fear wing Mm -hmm. had a floor number you could be like floor seven or whatever it was yeah that she keeps ending up going to Mm -hmm. um toby probably the hospital (laughs) toby dean (laughs) Toby Dean. Uh, whatever became of Toby. <laughs> yeah. I think the hospital probably 
the hospital. That's all it had yeah. to be. The hospital. Yeah. Great. Done. Done. The knife. Just the knife is just, it's not. It makes it seem like the knife is such a thing. And like yeah. this guy is always walking around with a knife, talking about knives, playing with a knife. It's obsessed never. Obsessed with knives. Just like facet, has a collection. Yeah. Like she's constantly like seeing knives everywhere. She's finding things like cut up all the time. No. No. No, there's like a person killed by a knife. It's it's Dr. It's as if you would name doesn't this. even hold a knife up to her no. neck. Is a gun. He has a gun. So you might as well have called this the gun. Yeah. Or you could have called it um like the filing cabinet. That's like as stupid, right? Like <laughs> yeah. she looks through a filing cabinet. Okay. The missing the missing file or like anatomy room. <laughs> anatomy room. Yeah. Mylar balloons. Like truly anything. A- anything that made an appearance in this book. Uh oh, uh tan smock. That could be one. Tan smock. Um honey blonde hair. Uh Lori's name should be Sky. <laughs> <laughs> you know, something like that. Something like that. Something like Lori's that. name should be Sky. <laughs> okay. Lori's <laughs> name should be Sky colon the hospital. Yes. <laughs> or the hospital colon Lori's name should Lori's be name Sky. Should be Sky. Either of those. Dash anatomy room. <laughs> <laughs> Comma, the file. The file. (laughs) Part one, Toby Dean. (laughs) (laughs) And there you go. I think that would have been been a better, catchier, (laughs) accurate title. You don't forget a title like that. You can't. Yeah. You can't because it's so clean. Mm -hmm. And And not... I mean, it's it. You get what you know what I mean. Like you know what the book's about. Yes, you like you finish it and you go. I received what I was sold. Yeah, nothing was missing. <laughs> <laughs> this book made good on the promise of its yeah. title. And honestly, I <sighs> so I sort of like in the end love that this book is called the knife. Yeah, I know I do it too. Should not be called the knife. Because it's so unapologetic and doesn't give a shit. Yeah, it should be. I love that. I I love it. Yeah. So uh, kudos to the knife. Kudos to the knife. You knocked it out of the park. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. That is the book. We say read it. Mm -hmm. Um, A very special thank you to our Patreon listeners. Uh, You keep us alive. Our Patreon producers. Uh, Shout outs to you, Rebecca Goss. Casey Scott, Jessica Yu, Gwendolyn Ludovic, Keith A, Emma, Brian Petty II, Sersha Descaro, Marco Pavlicich, Jessica Smith-Harper, Mel L, Katie Lilly, Rashad Black, Gabriella Santiago, Grace Armstrong, Tristan Buckner, Courtney McPhail, Victoria Gray, Sarah, Claire Moore, Randy Klett, Melody, Jeremy Cronk, Jonathan Venable, Sarah Wallen, Mandalay Wolschlager, Kat Miller, Gianna Fernandez, Landry Desmond, Megan Lozier, Rogue Kalahua, Karen Lewis, Miranda Hester, Emma Murray, Katie Olster, Christerina, Danielle Lamana, Danny, Victoria Beck, Amanda Nangel, Luke Bartek, Ashley Fritz, Sasha Gibson, Miguel Camacho, Aaron Fernandez, Noah Spargo, Molly Marks, Victoria Valdez, Micah Eunice, Laura Hooper, 
And Kelly Burns. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. We very much appreciate you, and we very much appreciate all of our listeners. Uh, we will see you next week when we are reading a book. Driver's Dead. <gasps> By that's Peter fantastic. That's a really funny. That's a really <laughs> that's funny title. Good. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool. All right. Well, uh, in the meantime, please wear a mask. Please get vaccinated as soon as possible. It's opening up like crazy here in California. Yeah. Uh, very promising. Um, very promising. Mm-hmm. And um, keep it creepy. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.